The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. <laughs> we bring the phone. Yes, we bring the I, phone. I mean, the, yeah. we definitely do. Yes, we bring the phone. <laughs> and Nell has started recording us, so to be clear, it's funk, no. not anything else. Ooh, I do have a cold, so <laughs> I am a little gunky, so it could have said any. It could have sounded so like wait, anything you else. We bring the funk and the gunk. <laughs> Yikes! You bring the gunk, funk. Who's got the junk in the trunk? I'm, uh, oh, I'm waiting. I, I want Mel to drink more of that bottle of wine, and I, I feel like the recordings get more fun after the... I, mean, oh, no. I added more while she wasn't looking. Well, I noticed my glass was the whole way up oh. when I sat down. Well, the whole way up. you entire full wine glass. I mean, it's it still like, a half-empty wine glass. It's not up to the rim. It was like down to here when I filled it, and now it's like halfway gone. Nice. Well, actually, actually you know. that's how you should be able to tell if they're a pessimist or an optimist. When is the wine glass full? <laughs> right. The wine glass is never full. So I, for a realist, is it half full then? But where is half full in a wine glass? <laughs> a halfway mark? There's I mean, no, if we're... There's no marks on the, there's no well, marks no. On the glass. No, but there's just etiquette. Yeah, you can tell like... Right, and etiquette is normally full. just under like that halfway line right. of the glass. So is that a full wine glass? Or is that a mostly empty wine glass? <sighs> the drunk squirrel has Yikes. no etiquette. <laughs> of course not. I feel like this every is way too then, deep for the drunk squirrel. Right? Well, drink more. <laughs> drink more of the deep... No, 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 no. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are still talking about our wives, our relationships, and... Welcome to part two. <laughs> yeah. Where it gets weird. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, this yeah. is likely going to get weird. So, we hadn't actually intended on doing a part two, but Rob had mentioned that he had some questions and we actually then <laughs> after we stopped recording we were talking about like honeymoon stories and i was like stay wait guys save it save it for part two so we have officially uh embarked on part two <laughs> here we are well i mean the first question i asked was proposals and that got a re- that got yeah. two very different reactions <laughs> it did so it did. before i asked Kenny that question. I want to ask Nell that question. Oh gosh. What was the question? I have to remember exactly what like it was. What, I, what, I just like what the proposal was, right? Yeah, because Kenny started having a very specific reaction and you actually got even a little defensive and I, I'm very curious now. What is your perspective on, I mean, it was obviously good enough that you said yes. Yeah, okay. So it's interesting because And this kind of correlates, I think, to the way that we live our lives now. So that I remember that night specifically, I was actually, I had moved up here July that year that you proposed. And this was in like October, I think it was. So I was still like, I had ties, like things that I was doing in Maryland. And I was working that weekend down in Maryland. And I was driving back. It was Sunday night. What are you shaking your head for? <laughs> are we talking about the proposal? Yes. No, you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> oh, not. No. All right, all right. Hold on, Kenny. Hold on. This is going to be interesting. I'm like not wrong. Pre-death so match. I, 
it was raining. I was on the turnpike. I think I called him and I was like, I'm running late. And I was, I was frustrated. And because it was just like, it was a like bad ride home. And I finally, like I walked in and I was like, I just need to take a shower. And I think at this point he was like, kind of like doing this, like getting ready, like prepping or something. Cause I kind of now looking back, I would notice I was like, this is kind of weird. What's he doing? (laughs) (laughs) And then I got out of the shower and he proposed. And I said, in, <laughs> in okay, our wait, wait, wait. I'm like, don't don't put no, any no, no, clothing wait. on. No, so this is this is no. I got out of the shower. There was a bear, a little stuffed bear, sitting on our dresser in our bedroom, and the bear was holding a ring box, and that's when he proposed. That's effing lame. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Cute. Well, hold on. Hold on. That's cute though. Effing lame. I, this is a weird question. I'm sorry. I have to ask since you prefaced it this way. I mean, <laughs> did you have clothes on? I did. Yes, I did have clothes okay, on. Okay, thank you. Sadly. Because I was ready to go to bed. I was just like done with the day, you know? But it was a great twist and turn to the end of your day yeah. that you weren't entirely expecting. No, and I think that the reason why I say this correlates to like how we live our lives now, looking back, I enjoy the the privateness mm-hmm. that it was because now I feel like we do so much uh, that is exposed to other people. I almost feel like if the situation was different now, <laughs> we would have like filmed it for YouTube or what is it. happening. <laughs> Rob's knocking stuff off the wall. Well, good. You can just leave that off the wall for now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like we would have like tried to make something of it. Either like we would have filmed it for YouTube or we would have like, been like oh we have to make this awesome so that we can use it as content for something else that we're doing yeah you're probably so right back then i'm i feel like i enjoy how private and personal it was and that we didn't feel the need to as we say today use it for content mm-hmm. and that you didn't have to like go through some hoops to like try to put it on like a scoreboard at a game or something like that like very very public, like do something <laughs> totally wild that wouldn't have been necessary to do that. Like, I feel like that was the very much beginning of our like married life was everything we did was very, don't hate me for saying this, underwhelming because there, I have friends that like got married around the same time. Mm-hmm they were obsessed with the size of their diamonds on their rings mm-hmm. and they were obsessed with how he was proposing <laughs> and doing all this stuff. And I'm over here like, I got my ring. I'm fine with it. I don't plan on trading it in. I <laughs> It's like a small diamond compared to what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. It's very like, we were so very like, we didn't care about any of that stuff. So that's what I love about it. That, and that's awesome. I loved that. That, that. that, you know, definitely was good for me because it wasn't a huge diamond or anything like that, nor did I, th- I felt, nor did I feel mm-hmm. like it needed to be. Like, because no. I feel like if it needs to be, then you probably already have problems to begin with. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Just, like my sister walked into a jewelry store one time when we were kids because my mom loves jewelry. And when we go to the mall, like during the summer or something, she would go and get her rings cleaned at Zales. 
And we'd walk in, we'd look at all the jewelry. And I was never a huge jewelry person to begin with. My sister would like look at all the engagement rings and things like that. And I'd be like, Jesse, how do you know that like this guy's going to be able to afford a ring like that? And she goes, love's expensive. So I'm just, I'm, I'm happy about the fact that we never put any pressure on any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Like it just didn't mean anything and it still doesn't now, but I just feel like we would have been, we would have felt pressured to do something with and make it elaborate so that we could use it somehow in our lives. If that makes sense. No, no, no. <laughs> no it, it, does. it really it does. Sorry, does. It, it's actually, I love that. It is a beautiful sentiment. And I I think it was one of the earlier episodes that we were having like a month or two ago where somehow we were talking about Valentine's Day gifts and mm. you had been reflecting on, oh, you know, everyone was like, what's my boyfriend going to get me from Victoria's yeah. Secrets? And oh, yeah. <laughs> you shared that story. But <laughs> Flannel pajamas. Flannel jammies. Now, I, now you said that whole story, so I'm going to leave that to my wife to share how we got engaged from her perspective. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. So I'm, I'm all ears. So Rob proposed to me at Turkey Point. Um, I literally thought you were going to say Turkey Hill. I am so sorry. <laughs> so we sorry. Did stop at Turkey, we did stop at a Turkey Hill, I believe, on our uh, way there. I was like, okay. no, wait, wait. Like, Rob Hill. almost like freaked out and lost his mind because we had to fill up the tank um, on our way to Turkey Point, um, which is a really beautiful like lighthouse that o- that like overlooks, overlooks the, Chesapeake. the Chesapeake. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's I love station. that. No, definitely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, Turkey Hill, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> We're getting married. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> but no, it's not. But no, we had to stop at Turkey Hill to get gas. And while we're stopped there, I get on my phone and I was like, oh, I need to contact my mom or something, which Rob <laughs> immediately lost his mind. Don't was call like, your mother. Why are you calling your mom? I was like, <laughs> because I forgot to tell her something. And he's like, don't, don't call her. And I was like, but in the moment. why are you telling but me I why? can't call my mom? Yeah, Be like, in the moment here in this romantic gas station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this so, romantic gas station. So I was like... Uh, this is really weird. Maybe it's going to happen, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. All right, all right. Oh, hold so on, you had on. an inkling. Hold on. In my defense, <laughs> I will just, I will offer this in my defense. Okay. <laughs> the proposal had become delayed. Oh. Like the two weeks before I was going to propose, my grandfather died. So the oh. weekend that I was going to propose, we wound up being in Pittsburgh for the funeral. Got it. Yeah. So her mother knew the proposal was coming. Oh, now I got it. (laughs) And she had a, her mother knew it was going to be this day. So I was like, if you call your mother now, she's going to be like, oh my God, she's going to be like, yay, what's the news? (laughs) And I mean, she did seem really excited that she, that I had called her, but like it wasn't, she didn't let anything on. She wanted me to, you know, say it before she was like, hey, but no. It was good. She thought like far enough (laughs) ahead, be like, you you know, there's a chance she's going to call me before this happens. Exactly. For something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, so then we proceeded to Turkey Point, not Turkey Hill, (laughs) Um, where we were walking up, like, we had to walk up this hill in order to get to the lookout part. a mile and a half hike back. And then, which was nice, and we started walking around the cliff, and I was like, well, 
there's really nothing like we walked to the cliff why are we walking around the cliff and he started texting somebody and I was like okay this is really annoying uh. <laughs> and so um turns out that we had um he had arranged for like two of like our friends at the time to um hide in the woods and take oh, like creepy gosh. photos of us apparently take creepy photos. <laughs> not really but really nice photos <laughs> at the moment when I heard about it I was like so well this sweet. is awkward but okay <laughs> Oh boy! So like he proposed to me over like the cliffside and at Turkey Point, which Rob jokes to this day about like because mm-hmm. that way if I said no, I could just like push him oh. down. I could be like no, <laughs> nope. I so obviously I said yes because he's still alive. But yeah. <laughs> True. but no, I mean it was nice. Afterwards we had a little picnic. It but like going back to like what you guys had said though about like the intimacy of that moment yes. and the privacy. Like, it was nice because, yes, the people that had taken the pictures, they were there to take the photos. So that meant that they stayed stayed with us. And so, like, during our picnic, they were sitting there and enjoying the picnic <laughs> with us, which I was like, okay, this is a little that bit. Is no what... offense, Drew and Tracy, if you're listening. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we, we love, love you. Guys, you but <laughs> I mean, there is something to that, that it was, it's nice that you guys made it a private moment, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I made ours a bit of a public, which is a really weird contrast because yeah, that's not how we yeah. are. And at the time, especially then, I was still dealing with a lot of insecurities and I did not like to put myself out there like yeah. that, which is why I, you know, like did stomp in front of churches all the time. <laughs> 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 Makes total sense. Sure. But, um, but no, but like I, like anxiety in me have been like super tight my whole life. And so having other people around actually kind of like terrified me and I was like well I can't say anything now because other people are here and this is just weird I can't be like oh I love you because that's awkward because they're here so right now I mean I feel like that could have been handled a couple ways so you say like you did it publicly but like in your mind it I feel like it wasn't as public as maybe it seems like now like because you're just like oh they're just taking pictures Mm mm-hmm I had intended that I wanted to chronicle the moment. I wanted to have photos right. of this and not just uh, so. And the photos are great. Like I, I have the one photo hanging up in our house. Yeah. yeah. From that I, moment. And they're good so, photos, yeah. but it was just, it was one of those things where it's, there's an interesting conversation to be had where, yeah. I mean, we're in a society that chronicles these moments yep. habitually. And we were at the beginning of that with cell phone cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were truly the flip phone yeah. crap cameras. Yeah. But I wanted something that was better than that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, it mm-hmm. is an interesting contrast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it totally is. Because I think that these types of moments in life now get so exploited mm-hmm. with literally how are we going to use this afterwards in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're all very uh, blessed to have been at this stage in our lives at a time where that wasn't the thought process Mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. It it is going to be interesting seeing my kids, our kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Navigate what this is in their future. Yeah, for sure. I'm interested in seeing it just because like we don't have kids, but I want, I, you know, I want to see how they relive these or live these moments out for themselves Mm -hmm. that, you know, we lived in, through in a very different time (laughs) well I mean like scrolling through TikTok even like you see influencer after influencer like when they get married it's an influencer 
wedding almost. Oh yeah. So like everybody has like their cameras out and they're you know TikTok living it or whatever. They're live streaming it for TikTok. Yeah. You know, so even that very intimate moment, yeah, isn't private. It's like it's for the whole entire world to see. Oh, it's so true. There's a very famous, probably the most popular makeup. Yes, that's who I was just thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So she had mentioned about how like certain brands paid for certain things to have like, have like booths at their wedding. Yeah. And I was like, you literally just turned your wedding into a trade show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really neat idea. Like the yeah. gift bags were all sponsored, you know. Right. So I mean, it saved her a ton of money, I'm sure. But it was just Sorry, like guys. thinking <laughs> about that. I'm like, that's not private. Like no. that's like for me, anyways. As and I'm obviously I'm not Michaela because I don't have millions of followers. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't really do anything with my TikTok except for scroll through and like people. <laughs> that's literally it. Well, but, shoot, after all the romance in this episode, we're going to have millions of followers. <laughs> millions upon millions. There we go. Millions and millions. Best podcast on the East Coach. Coach. <laughs> on the East Coach? Yep. East of the Coach Bag. East of the Coach Bag. I, I was kind of enjoying it for there for a second. The, the ladies just kind of took it over. I'm like, cool, I'll watch football. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know, have they, to do anything. They want the makeup and stuff and... You know, Rob, no, I mean, it's, when it's they true. mentioned when one of them mentioned makeup, Rob looked at me like, OK, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but but no, like that, like public of a wedding. Yeah. Like that. And I don't know. And less things change between now and the time that like Ray and Ad, you know, are older. That's going to be it's going to be interesting to yeah. see what their weddings are like. This wedding brought to you by. Yeah. Like Ugh. people are going to go out and find sponsorships for certain <sighs> parts of their wedding so they can get it paid for. Like it's when Ray gets married, his wedding has to be brought to us by Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> I was going to say Ohio. Oh, no, I was going to say Ohio. Taco yeah. Bell in the state of Ohio. <laughs> or Burger King. Oh there we my go. gosh. That's not about it. It can yep. be catered and sponsored. But <laughs> just sta- stand up front. This, 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 this wedding reception is produced by Enticing Media. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Stay tuned for the podcast. <laughs> We're podcasting this one live. <laughs> Your right. vows. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, no, it's very cool to learn that story about how you guys got engaged. But I'm really curious because Kenny spent most of the time while I was telling my story shaking his head as though what had what I remember of our proposal wasn't actually true. No, you're you're right. I, honestly, I didn't I didn't remember. What was all the head shaking for? I didn't remember because I thought you were gonna say that I proposed before we were living together. No, I thought that's where I thought you were going with it. I'm like, no, that's no, not true. It's not true at all. Because you were talking about your com- you, the, you were commuting, and I'm like, why were you commuting when you were living here already? Yeah, I still. So the job that I quit in Baltimore. I still had connections with them and they had a big event every year. And I said, yeah, even if I'm living in Pennsylvania, I'll mm-hmm. come do this event with you. And that I, was the weekend of the event. I just don't remember that part of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the rest of it's accurate. Yeah. I, you were tied up in other thoughts for that day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe you don't even remember a lot of that day. Yeah. I mean, I remember <laughs> the actual like. Were you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> We were living together, and you were nervous? Well, I mean, you're just nervous because you don't want it to be dumb. (laughs) Okay. Which apparently it was, according to you, anyway. All right, hold on, though. In his defense, when did you buy the wedding dress? Oh, before the engagement, absolutely. (gasps) 
So here's oh, here's here the thing though, go. like, okay, we had already discussed like getting married and we had discussed like time frames and everything. We knew that we weren't just dating to date, okay. that we wanted to date to get married. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So David's Bridal, this could be sponsored by David's Bridal. David's Bridal doesn't <laughs> exist anyway, anymore. reach out. <laughs> um, they're gone, aren't they? Oh, maybe not. I don't oh, know. I no, no I don't. Maybe. I, I thought they a were couple done. years ago they weren't. But if you're not gone yet, reach out to us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save you. We will single-handedly bring your business back. That's right. <laughs> but um, they had a special um, that weekend or like a weekend before we got engaged. No, no, no. This You bought the dress in like July. Well, we got engaged. A weekend in, before we got engaged. You bought the dress back in July. We got engaged in September. Yeah. Because you had the dress before well, I had the ring. It was a weekend before we got engaged. <laughs> it wasn't oh, the wow. weekend before we got engaged. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they had a special and I was like, hey, you know, wedding dresses are really expensive. And yeah. I was working for a daycare and he was working for a tree removal business. My dad had passed away um, the year prior. So I wasn't dealing with it in crazy big budget or anything like that. Right. And I didn't want to. So it was, are you okay? Like, does this seem weird? But you know, does this seem weird? If it does, I won't get one. But how do you feel about this? Does it feel weird? And he was like, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, I mean, that. I get that. That's a little bit of an yeah. awkward conversation. It can be. I yeah. can understand that. To yeah. be entirely clear, she was actually like, are you okay if I go to this wedding dress thing and look at dresses? Yeah. And then or she am I going to scare you off? Well, and and I then she called me later that night and something. she was like, um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I bought a dress. It was super <laughs> awkward to say, but I wanted to be yeah. like open about it. Yeah, and, like we were you. open about everything else. So I like, hadn't bought the ring yet. We had been <laughs> ring shopping. I knew what I was going to do. I just hadn't done it yet. I mean, you know, this whole thing could have played out where she bought the dress, didn't say anything, hung it up in a closet, and you could have opened that closet at some point and saw yeah. the dress and been like, whoa, <laughs> yikes. <what is> <laughs> this, this all reminds me of... Uh, it, uh, Okay. Can you tell we're we're fr- we're friends we're, we're friends people right? Yes. Uh, this reminds yes, me. Do you friends. remember what I'm talking about? Your the, the swing band? No. Well, no. The episode where Monica and like Rachel and Phoebe went to like oh oh and they all tried oh, on yeah they, yeah they yeah, brought but, them back and tried them on at home yeah but then Monica like just for like shits and giggles put her name on like the waiting list for this like venue she thought would be awesome to get married at never thinking that there'd ever be an opening and they like (laughs) called and said there was an opening and left the message on the answer machine and and, like Chandler Chandler or somebody yeah yeah and he was like (laughs) yeah they Uh. called and left a message and they were like hi miss um Mrs. Bing or something yeah. like that. The venue is now available for the Bing Geller wedding, and he was like, <laughs> what? he like hung up the phone. <laughs> he yeah. didn't even. Pre- he they were just dating. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that episode. <laughs> I just it, it kind of just reminded me of that. But yeah, yeah I mean. I had an idea that she mm-hmm. was going to be saying yes, and she had already bought the dress, Certainly. but I was nervous. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're nervous just for the whole, because you want it to go a certain way is why you're nervous. Not not wondering, I've been thinking most cases, it's not wondering if the person's going to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's, you just want it to be a certain way. Making yeah. sure you well, don't fall down the cliff, you know. Well, or <laughs> even <laughs> not, <laughs> look, I screwed up asking her out with, oh, let's not beat around the bush here. <laughs> so it was just, it was okay, really don't awkward. be stupid. Use <laughs> pretty, pretty words. <laughs> go get some dinner pretty lady <laughs> uh this thing sparkles and i got it out of a cracker jack box you look real <laughs> nice 
It's how to sparkles. win a girl's heart. Let me tell you what, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? My. I'm a Western Pennsylvania redneck. Western Pennsylvania. Sounds a little closer to West Virginia. Yep. That's the Western. <laughs> there and then no there's Pennsylvania and Kentucky in there. <laughs> trying this, to hit the nerve. This, this is the West the, Virginia nerve. This is why the Pitt people and the West Virginia people hate each other so much. Yeah, actually, partially. Um, <laughs> did you know they actually make a Pennsylvania whiskey? Oh, really? No, like a brand? Pennsylvania Brewery makes Pennsylvania whiskey. Is it any good? I don't know. I haven't had it yet. Hmm. I'll have to grab the bottle and we'll yeah. have to try it. Oh. I, I feel like we have to now. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. We occasionally talk about alcohol as well. Occasionally? <laughs> uh, we actually never covered what we're drinking, which is nothing different from what it was. No, be, yeah, because part this one. is part two. <laughs> Mine it's changed. The same. I'm no longer having sparkling water. I'm now having flat water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob and I are drinking gin, gin and tonics, tonics. Part two. Part two. <laughs> and Mel is still drinking Moscato. Yes. So, okay, I have a question. What? Okay, so obviously there's been several years that have gone by. Several. And <laughs> what keeps... <laughs> this this is going to sound terrible. What keeps you coming back? What keeps you going? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> but no, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's face it, a lot, not a lot, that sounds horrible, <laughs> but there are a few of our friends who over the past couple of years have gotten divorces right yeah so i mean that's a great question to think about and that's something that every time one of our friends goes through that we're like you know how are we doing we yeah. check in with each other and we going you know are, are we okay here like yeah <laughs> what's going on yeah i actually just learned yesterday about uh something happening with somebody that we know and it was kind of like kind of surprising but not really i think the timing's more surprising but it's kind of like one of those things where it's like all right another one bites the dust we're still here mm-hmm. what keeps us here yeah that's the basis of my question (laughs) what and what is that seriously like what makes you guys work versus the relationships that you have seen end Hmm. wow that's deep sorry i don't (laughs) see i don't know what to say to that lots of grace and forgiveness i I don't have a (laughs) that's really a good answer well yes i mean there (laughs) there has to be grace but i mean I don't have a post-mortem on those relationships because there have been people who are close to me that I love dearly and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You just have no idea because it seemed all so good from the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, social media whitewashes things drastically. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because yeah. we only post the highlights on right. socials. We don't want you to... <laughs> nobody wants to now post the Now that we had the, a screaming uh, match picking. last night, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean... I would say I think that the reason why we continue to be successful in our marriage is we definitely, I think that a lot of times a lot of outside sources can come in and infiltrate. And Mm -hmm. whether that's other people Mm -hmm. or just the facets of society, I could be really, really annoyed with the fact that Kenny like went outside yesterday and like took a video of himself and posted it <laughs> on YouTube or whatever and things like <laughs> Why would you be annoyed I mean, by is, that? No, what, what I'm trying to say is is that Did I, you start your OnlyFans outside in the snow? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no, what I'm 
there face are, plant in the snow. <laughs> I think that certain things have evolved so much over the time span of our relationship that that wasn't something that we dealt with when we first got together. Mm -hmm. But now, I mean, that creates a whole other issue. Are you somebody that puts yourself out there or are you not? Because if this would have happened and we would both be in positions where it's different, where I don't believe in putting our lives online Mm -hmm. and he does, that could be a major stressor on our relationship. Mm -hmm. Can I maybe rephrase your question? Yeah. Okay. Because it is an excellent question and it's one that, it's hard not to look at, especially with how social media is. And you look and you go, oh, no, these people fell apart. Yeah. Um, maybe the better way to ask it is how have you seen, and this is to the both of you, yeah. how you have grown together well, yeah. at every point when you could have diverged? That's a good question. Mm. That's a really good question. I think if you ultimately fall back onto the foundation of how your relationship was built, then it's not easier to withstand some of those uh, points where you have the ability to pivot. I think that you just, you ultimately literally have to remember where you came from, where mm-hmm. you started, your values. I it <laughs> In the business world, we say this all the time you have to do everything according to your core values. And it sounds so cliche, Mm -hmm. but it's true. Like, remember your values, what you stand for as a couple, how you built everything. And if you can continue to go back to that and focus on them, I think then you can ultimately be successful. Mm -hmm. How about you? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Actually, Kenny, let me phrase the question for you this way. Okay. Because I, I see this golf, and Melinda and I were just talking about this earlier this week, actually. Um, assuming typecasting, or some degree of typecasting, you know, you have type A personalities, mm-hmm. uptight, mm-hmm. type B, relaxed, and then you have the AB who's mixed. So you have Monica, Chandler, Joey. <laughs> okay? See, that's how you have to explain yourself to me in Friends references, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I'm, I'm leaning into that. I'm having a little fun. What about fun Rachel? I mean, are we just throwing her away? Like She would be an AB <laughs> leaning A. But yeah. how have you seen you guys grow? Because my assumption would be that Nell is a type A personality. You're a type B. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen yourself going more a have you seen her going more b are you guys meeting in the middle probably more so meeting in the middle yeah i would think that that's that's what i would say i don't necessarily i don't know that i would have said before the last few years that she's a type a personality but um i think (laughs) she's it depends yeah but i but i but i think out of necessity you went in that direction and it's very it's very interesting to be a person that has that ability to make themselves go in that direction. There, there might be another conversation in this about how narcissism affects type A and type mm. B personalities Ooh. and draws you deeper into perfectionism or deeper into. Oh, that a hundred percent. I would agree. Because Melinda and I were talking about that yeah. where when we got married, I was an AB mm-hmm. leaning a yeah. And post narcissism, the house is on fire. Sure, where are the marshmallows? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so. really interesting. That is really. I mean, 
I've definitely thought for a while, like being under the influence of a narcissist (laughs) has definitely made an impact on who I am, Mm -hmm. who you are, yeah, who anybody is after dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely has the ability to affect your personality. And there is an interesting conversation because I guess we've all dealt with narcissism. Yeah. In yeah. the higher up at some point. Yeah. That's true. So that's a, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that can be a whole episode in itself, which Mel and I touched on on mm-hmm. our, one of our episodes that we did with or for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take us down this weird rabbit hole that, like, <laughs> Now it feels all depressed in this room. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that it's a weird <laughs> rabbit hole. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with how to structure an answer to some of these things, to be honest with you. It's like, I'm very seldom tongue-tied, but I, uh, I seem to be right now. Well, uh, here maybe is a better question for you. How often do you think about your relationship with Nell in a manner that is stressed? Like, if I don't oh. do achieve or maintain if i don't do this what are my repercussions Mm. (laughs) almost never i would say you said almost (laughs) it's never any it's never 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 yeah but almost almost never i I mean you are uh like nell is uh i i just know you are a lot like your father yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's, you know, sometimes I just try, I, I try to not bring added stress mm-hmm. if that's the right thing. Because, you know, I know on a day to day basis, like you're running a business and I try not to bring added stress. So if it's been a particularly stressful day and I know it, I try to make everything unstressful. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, if that, uh, does, that does that make sense? Kind of, no, it does that, because yeah, right that, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I would do when Ra was going through um, in the past mm-hmm. a very hard time <clears throat> with his former place of work, um, and there were times where it was like for months on end where he would just be so down and just mm-hmm. not himself that I would make sure that the house was clean, dinner was prepped and ready by the time he walked in we would have a nice dessert even i mean i went above and beyond to make sure that he was taken care of no not in that way unfortunately (laughs) oh my gosh i I was hearing what i was saying i was like i know what i know what the guys are thinking yes i was like (laughs) they were exchanging oh my word you could feel the looks now now I'm now doing the same thing for her. You know, I get home a little bit earlier. I'm trying to make sure dinner's on the table. She does not appreciate when I just have the apron on. No. I'm very disappointed. (laughs) I don't understand why. I know. I mean, I could appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, see? Kenny and I will. You know what? There we go. Kenny and I are going to make a nice steak dinner for Valentine's for you two. We're going to use the kitchen and just wear aprons. If that actually happens, I will die. I will die laughing. I would not be able to hold it together. Nope. I don't know if I'd be able. I would not be able to eat. I mean, let's just. <laughs> I would not. not because of like. Where whoa, has that be- steak been? <laughs> yeah, exactly because of that. Just whose butt did you slap with it, Kenny? <laughs> no, not Kenny. Rob, what did you do to it? <laughs> Here's the presentation. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! All right. So, framing the question. Back to you guys. What what do you think makes it 
possible for you to continue? Like what makes you guys so successful? So I wouldn't necessarily say successful because that would <laughs> indicate perfection and we are totally not that. Ooh, but <laughs> no, that's interesting though, yeah. because depending on your view of success in a marriage, true. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. but if it's not perfection, I think to me, success in a marriage is literally still being married yeah okay and yes. actually enjoying your marriage <laughs> i feel like that low bar we set in episode or part one is wow i mean it's only inching up it's not like <laughs> flying up there and being like we're the you know bastions of what is marriage no but um going back to something that we had said a moment ago though um, just whenever our friends, whenever they go through divorces, we always ask ourselves, okay, you know, how are we doing? Rob specifically always brings it up every time. He's like, how are we? Are we okay? Like, what's going oh, on? Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know, and- to borrow the words from Kenny, I outkicked my coverage. <laughs> and I am not going to try and date in this modern just era. Just taking yeah, no. inventory. <laughs> yeah. God, no. But like one of our last times, though, I was like, honestly, I think like our stubbornness is what helps us the most. Like we're both incredibly stubborn people. And so like, even when you have to die first for this marriage, (laughs) sorry, bud, I am not leaving (laughs) until you die first. (laughs) But like, but so there's that, but then there's also like, you know, yes, even in the middle of a like heated argument, um, you know, our stubbornness kind of helps us because we're like, okay, I am going to stay in this. Yeah. Especially on my end. I'm like, dude, I don't care if you need to take a break. You're going to sit here and you're going to work this out right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> which okay. sometimes works against me, but. You know. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. So there's that element. And this is something I'm working through with even my kid where it's there's a deep rooted anger and I need to build in space uh, to let my anger. Uh, dissipate? Yeah, dissipate. That would be the word. Okay. And if I don't have that, I mean, it just. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny needs that time too. Mm-hmm. And it's usually going out into the garage and throwing something. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's been going to the Y and working on the heavy bag for me. Mm. Yeah. I just Sometimes it just comes out, right? Yeah. I, and you know, I don't know what to say. Just is what it is. Th- there is something to be said for men and anger, how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's almost primal. It's mm. Men are weird creatures. <laughs> yeah, we are. I would agree with that. Yep. <laughs> I, I think any guy out there who's not looking and saying, yeah, we are, is red flag. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We're just weird Point. creatures. I mean, in general, I think. We're emotionally constipated. We are. Emotionally constipated. That's very true. <laughs> I'm usually on step two, and he's like, step negative why are five? you okay <laughs> with this? And I'm like, because this is the solution. <laughs> yeah, the problem. Because this is the way it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm still at like murder and blood, and you're like, what? Okay, so this is why you are acting like this. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And you're <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that. But <laughs> it's it's very interesting because I am like, I get over things like very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and not just in our relationship, in general, in mm-hmm. life. Like I'm mad for five minutes. And then I'm ready to I'm ready to act like it never happened because it mm-hmm. just doesn't make it. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a very true statement to that where it's once I've been able to process it, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, like what's the point? Like be like, all right, well, yeah. And I've I also, and I think most people can probably relate to this. And, and if not, I think maybe you're not taking yourself seriously enough. 
I have very extreme reactions to things sometimes. And like five minutes later, it's just like, why would you possibly react like that? <laughs> but like in the moment, like in my head, it made sense. And then later it's like, well, that was a dumbass way to react to whatever that was, right? Now, do you sit there quietly in your head going, okay, I can't actually admit that I, that was a dumbass re- reaction? I'm actually perfectly okay with admitting when I, I had a completely dumbass reaction to anything. Yeah. See, I don't was, do well with that one. He I'll does admit not, that. no. Really? Yeah, I'm, I yeah. have no problem. Be like, I, I have no problem admitting in those situations. and be like, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. Like, what? I'll sit there brooding and actually mad at myself for longer. <laughs> Which I was like, feel, but I don't realize it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, he's still so mad at me because he's like sitting there and he's brooding because like he wears his emotions truthfully, like on his sleeve. So when when he's mad, everybody in the room <laughs> knows he is mad. Yeah, and he'll, I'm so he'll not just mad. sit You're there. Mad. Like Ray and Ad will be like, at times, Dad, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm fine. And it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with like something that he is in his head or yeah. like a discussion that we had earlier that's he's still like hours later like trying to chew on or the fact that he realized he did something stupid yeah. that he doesn't want to admit so yeah <laughs> yeah there's more anger directed internally than externally yeah 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 that's very very but that's you fair. wear it externally though i know <laughs> all right i have one more question for everybody oh boy what is one thing that you could change about the other oh god <laughs> one thing no no this Yikes. is good because oh. it gives it gives each of us something to work on in our marriage because if you're not working on something and continuously evolving and growing then you know things get <laughs> okay so mel is holding up her phone pointing at it aggressively <laughs> So I'm going to take a stab at this here as Mel may or later on with Rob. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that Mel would like Rob to be off of his phone a little bit more. Yes. (laughs) So he has gotten, I will say this, he has gotten a lot better, but um, like he'll at times be sitting at the table, which this like it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like he'll sit at the table at times if like we're having a conversation, he's like, Oh, that's right. I wanted to look something up and he'll start looking it up. Or if we're talking about a movie, Mm -hmm. he of course has to like, remember what the lead actor or who produced it or Mm -hmm. something else. So we can't just have a conversation without this, his cell phone being in his actual hand. And it drives me up a wall because I'm like, are you paying attention to me or are you paying attention to whatever's in your head? Yeah. And that starts a lot of our arguments. Got it. (laughs) On my end. Makes sense. Rob. All right. To be entirely fair, pot calling me black. Go for it. You at like night, you're on your 5,000 TikTok of the night. And I'm like, hey, can we go to bed now? Well, yeah, you can go it's to bed. two in the morning. It's, oh, whoa, it's whoa. Two not two in the morning. Oh, wow. I am not that late. I'm not a late. I'd, kids I'd are be- in bed. We could. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. And that, Stop. everybody, is the reason why he wants me off of my phone yep. hey, early. Hey, hey. Got it. Like, the kids go to bed at 9, and he's like, so are you ready for bed yet? Hey, hey, I'm hey. I'm like, it's 9.01. <laughs> this is the first time I've had a chance to I sit normally give down. It, I give them long enough to be asleep. It's like, you have spent hours long on the toilet, like, <laughs> scrolling <laughs> through Yes. But, like, this is my first time to sit down quietly, uninterrupted, and you're like, hey, go to bed? 
I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I am sitting here on this couch and looking at TikTok. Yes. God, <laughs> it's well-earned time on the couch. I don't want to sit there for hours long on the toilet. <laughs> Sorry. But... All right, Kenny, now oh. your turn. You put <laughs> us under the microscope. Here you go. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Or do you want to go first? No, no, it's fine. I I would like Kenny to, uh, how do I say this? Not take more action, but like make more decisions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's what I, th- sorry to be very <laughs> underwhelming, but that's nah, it. No, no she's, I get she, that. She's, she's not wrong there. And part of it is, it'd be like, well, part of it is because I'm, attempting to make you happy yeah and uh, so you're afraid uh, to make the decision yeah kind of well (laughs) it's also feeling because i i I get this i i know how he feels with that question (laughs) because i've heard this of hold on as a husband as someone who loves you i need more input i need more information yeah sometimes that is She's legitimately like, I don't care. I don't Mm. care. Whatever. Like, okay. I I think I get like decision fatigue. Yeah. Because all day long, like, yeah, you're in. You're in. The Steelers. uh, Yes. Anyway. Mm, Son of a. (laughs) Next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, but no, I, I don't disagree with that part of it, of needing more information. Like I could do better, but I mean, when it's something as simple as where do you want to go for dinner? <laughs> I like, hate that I, it's literally the worst question in the world. And I'm going to answer the same way all the time, mm-hmm. unless I have a specific idea in mind. But even when it comes to something like, when do we want to take action on like doing something? Not usually booking a trip, although sometimes it can be. But like he booked everything for Costa Rica, planned the entire trip, and did a fantastic <laughs> job. So I don't understand why <laughs> there's this fear. But yeah, so anyway, back to the decision fatigue. I just feel like run, like the business all day, it's like full of all these decisions. No. It's like, <laughs> No. Yes. I feel triggered. What? Why? <laughs> okay. Oh, Kenny, goodness. do you ever care what you eat for dinner? <gasps> Um, not a lot, no. Men are like garbage disposals. <laughs> you put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in well, front of your I husband mean, who doesn't like that, and what true. did he do? I did eat that, yeah. <laughs> we but I didn't eat the rest of it. As long as she doesn't make me mushrooms, then... Yeah, I, I sneak smell mushrooms what those in growing. and you never know it. Other, other than that, yeah, oh. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I yeah. sneak them in. Men are trash disposals. We literally <laughs> do not care. But I, I get what Nell's saying, though, because I'm the same way. Like, at... During, but you have during the oh, oh, da, 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 da. Oh. during the day, <laughs> you got it. This is why I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but as Nell said, though, during the day, like, I have so many different decisions to make, mm-hmm. and not just decisions for myself, but de- decisions though that pertain to other people, other yes. children, other whatever. That it's hard for me at the end of the day when I'm coming home and I'm like, oh, I really want to go out for dinner Yeah. to be like, well, what do you want? I don't know. And I get his frustration with this too, mm-hmm. because like out of the two of us, I have so many different like dietary things. Like I have GERD and I have oh. to be on um, low sodium stuff because of my health. So between those two things, it 
he does feel, which I mean, he's, you know, justified, I guess, in that to say like, okay, you know, what do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? Because it's okay, like finding low sodium things on menus can be really challenging, you know, or trying to figure out, okay, what's not going to make me sick tonight if I eat this because of my GERD? Another challenge. I get it. So, yeah. 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 No, I get that. But no, I also want decisions, though. I want Sorry, him I to Yeah. I want, too. like, yeah. somebody to take hold of a situation. Well, yes. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Kenny, when you when you have taken hold of the situation, do you feel like you're right for doing it? No. Well. Okay. <laughs> no, but the, 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 the well. Ladies and gentlemen, we're after take- this episode, we're all going to marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows a marriage counselor, please reach out. There's <laughs> we actually do want to have one on. So there's you know, dinner and then there's other decisions. But yes, in, yeah. in the in 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 the dinner aspect of it. But then the first four things you say, they're like, no, wrong, wrong, like, well, wrong. <laughs> but you know, sometimes I wonder, you, like, if you're just like, okay, you don't even tell us where you're taking us. You just go there. You know what? I wonder at times what my reaction would truthfully be like. I agree with you. Yeah. Like totally. you don't tell us. Just go. Like yeah. skydiving. I probably would have been like, ooh, I'm excited, but I don't really know. And like, what about this? What about that? If I had time to process it, right. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. You I know? totally. <laughs> Did we just get told that Craig <gasps> is doing marriage better than us? Ah! With our wives? <laughs> I don't no. think so because no. Kayla was ready to stab him. That's true. So, that is true. So not Kayla. Wow. With our wives. Wow. Oh, with our wow. wives. Did we just get told that Craig is doing marriage better with our wives? I'm editing oh, all the shit out of here. <laughs> Maybe we need to reach out to them. Well, Craig doesn't Maybe even... we need a part three. <laughs> oh, Craig doesn't even oh, know how to man. listen to podcasts, so he's not going to do this. <laughs> oh, I think gosh. we're safe. His parents do, though, at times. Yes. Yikes. Oh, well. <laughs> so you haven't answered the question yet. Mm, well. i for me personally um i would like it if you were more affectionate (laughs) i knew he was gonna say that ditto (laughs) but not in a sexual Uh, way that's not what i'm saying i don't believe you no no no. yes yes, like a cuddle i don't believe either of you a huge cuddle mel doesn't believe you either in in in, 100 yes i would also (laughs) like you to be more affectionate in a sexual way Absolutely. <laughs> however, I think every man would say that. However, but touch is huge. Like, uh, what what night? What <laughs> night was it? Giggling. <laughs> if you touch it, it gets huge. <laughs> Stop. No, I forget what night it was. Was it this week? Was it Friday night? I don't remember when what you, you like. To? We were on the couch, and typically we're on either ends of the couch, okay? <laughs> yeah. And usually Lucky is laying on her on the couch, and Lucky lays on me in bed. It's like this she is has her mm-hmm. this is her routine. And certain, yeah. Um, but I'm always like, you know, you can like, like, scoot over, yeah, Hi. lean <laughs> on me or whatever. So she like totally spun around and like put a pillow down, and she like laid and fell asleep. On me, and I was just like watching television. That made your night, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, that was great. Aww. But that. But, but <laughs> she said, but she will tell you though. <laughs> it, she will tell you incorrectly in most cases. She's like, well, the only reason that you want like the cuddle time is because you want what comes afterwards. Yes, oh, well, that, that is it. Be- that is you. Exactly oh, 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 hold on, hold yes. on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Yes. 
But it doesn't always have. But not in that setting. Right. You give me a, a shoulder massage. You're like, let me just massage your shoulders. Because mm-hmm. how many times uh-huh. are you like, okay, massage my shoulders, and that will lead to. That's the old. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. Okay. Mix um, signals. All right. All right. You know what? This is not the podcast for this. This is not not the proper podcast. But (laughs) this isn't what we're talking about. However, we're going to talk about it. Kenny and I are in fighting mood. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. All right. right, Hold on. I'm stopping. To be fair, to summarize, because I think this is the best perspective to be given. Yeah, I'm just going to stop. Early in any relationship, there is that warm, affectionate side that is... Physical but non-sexual. What? Wait. Early in a relationship, when you're dating, those first couple dates, whenever you decide, well, before you decide that the relationship becomes sexual as well as emotional and physical, okay? Okay. There is that side of the relationship that is just physical. Okay, I see what you're saying. But like the, the thing holding is, of the hands and yeah. the thing is, is once that relationship crosses the boundary of sexual, now everything that is physical must lead to sexual. But that's not how guys always want things. Um, I, I know, I know. Yes, see, we want things thing, to though. end there eventually, but it doesn't have to be every time. You're like, it's just you've associated that every time it has to, because you're also creating a dynamic in which the only times that it does. Mm-hmm. Ladies I'm and gentlemen, we're going to create a part three of this eventually because we are in a fighting space with our wives. Kenny's about to destroy the office. But it's it's very true where it's not, no. it doesn't always have to end sexually. Okay, if you ask for a shoulder massage, okay, Ooh. then yes, that's where it ends is a shoulder massage, which you ask for like on a repeated basis because your shoulders hurt or your neck hurts or your back hurts. Okay, but uh, uh-huh. if I ask one, for one, uh, that's not where it will end. Because yeah. also, so I never ask for one. Because <laughs> the, yes. the flip side to it is you've also created dynamic is the only time you ask for it is when it leads to. Because... Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because it has. That's the history It doesn't of have it. to. So you're telling me that if Michelle... <laughs> wow, Michelle. I, I really just called you Michelle. No, Michelle. No, no. That's Mel- my other wife. <laughs> That's if, his Tuesday, Thursday wife. So. Yeah. <laughs> if Mel asked you for a shoulder massage that you wouldn't attempt, this is this is the this is the line. Because every time that there's some sort of like physical touch in that nature, that's mm-hmm. what I'm used to, is mm-hmm. there is an attempt. Absolutely. And if we say no, they're like, oh. Yeah, are you it, sure? it's, it's like, all right, well, like, I guess you we'll just dejected. go watch TV. Yeah. And then it's all hands off. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's Kenny. Like, like, we it can't is. just hold hands or like put your arm around me. Oh my gosh, me. it's so true. Yes. Kenny. He's raising his hand. I'm going to say it. I'm it. just going to say it. it. And I'm going to let the repercussions <laughs> be what they may. I think this is where we also end the episode. Yeah, this is, we're going to end the I, episode on this. We're rolling the dice on Kenny's nuggies of relationship wisdom. All right. What I want to, and it's not just you two, and it's not just us two. What I really, truly want to know is on a sexual level, okay, mm-hmm. all right, if it appears, at least it sounds and everything, like the, f- the female is enjoying it as much as the male, okay, right? You're, 
assuming that is the case, which I believe to be the case in our relationship, I have not been there for <laughs> that portion of your relationship. <laughs> So I will re- I will hold back God. judgment on that. If you thought the photographers at your proposal were weird, <laughs> just you wait. But wait until we're podcasting in your bedroom. From a male to female level and perspective, if indeed in the moment you're in, you're enjoying it equally, why is it that one wants it more than the other on a normal level? That's a good question. That's a fair, and it's not just. Us as couples, it's there, in general. There is and a it, conversation it, to be had. It doesn't necessarily. Sometimes it's the woman versus the man too. I feel like honestly. the conversation needs to go to mixed signals at this point. Yeah. Well, and there's a conversation <laughs> to be had on libido levels and desire. Yeah, and, there's yeah. that too. Tr- yeah, that, like there's that too. But, but in generally speaking, it's like, well, you appear to be enjoying it. Why do? But I, I think, I think the final point to leave with is that there are aspects that we can all do better and i I guess Mm -hmm. i'm not going to just end us on kenny's nuggies of wisdom here i am gonna (laughs) i'm gonna ask one last question that we'll leave as like a two-second answer for all of us since we went into this weird space yes (laughs) what's a positive in your partner oh that's nice yeah, well, <laughs> we're all going to marriage counseling after this. Yeah, What's yeah, a positive in your negate that? Yeah. that that that's that's <laughs> very simple. She's relentless in what she wants. Mm. Oh, the relentless pursuit of what she wants is that's not the only positive, but that is that's one of the ones that, that you're seeing right now that you, that jumped out yeah. at me very like as soon as you. As soon as you asked that question, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that popped into my head. So, interesting. The relentless pursuit of what she wants. No, that's really good. I don't know. <laughs> I can like <laughs> now. I'm like, oh, I don't. Um, gosh, there's like, a lot of. He unloads the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm literally. I'm. I am just kidding. I. But that, I that is definitely. A all right. All right. Now let me buy you some time. <laughs> okay. It is your deep compassion. I love seeing how you are with what, whether it's the ministry things or our kids or the work that you do. I love seeing this deep compassion you have to draw out the best in people, in kids, in the world around you that you are able to just tap into. And you've been doing this for years, well before we got married. And it is a huge reason why I, I looked at you and I wanted to marry you. You you were hot, but you were also beautifully compassionate towards people. And it just, it's still amazing 16 years on. So. It make me cry. Thank you. I always feel so awkward when people say stuff like that. I don't know why. <laughs> well, great. I Kenny and you. I took everything awkward last time and we were throwing down fighting but words. No. Okay. So my turn then. For you, it's, for Rob, it's your empathy for others. Um. <laughs> The way that you care for other people and the way that you feel. Like, I know at times it works, you feel it works against you because you like, or at least we used to in our early years, we would go up to like a mall that was really close by our house and just like walk the mall or whatever and like people watch. and Mm -hmm. you would love it and hate it at the same time because you would be able to read them and to feel their emotions so intensely. And, but as we've grown, like even what you've done over the month of December, for example, 
you'd come home with all of these stories about other children and like what you witnessed with their families and everything from ministry perspectives from outside of ministry. It's been amazing to watch you grow into that and to learn how to work with that empathy because it can tear you down. Absolutely. It can burn people out. Empathy can, but Mm -hmm. to see you lean more into it and to learn how to care for others and to show that you care for others based off of that empathy has been incredible to see. So yeah. Wow. That's really (laughs) sweet. Okay. All right. I do have it. Okay. So it took her I, six years to figure something out, but she <laughs> has it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You know, it's because there are a lot of positives. Oh, I, I don't believe have that to, for a second. Uh, I, I do not have a lot of positives. Are you still oh, hangry? No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> knocking you, sure? you. I'm saying I don't have a lot of positives. That's not true. That's a negative, actually, the way that you talk down on yourself. But one of the positives that I really enjoy about you is how your ability to connect with other people. It's not even just the empathy, which is part of it, because that actually annoys me sometimes. But it's the one of the best things about you. And that's how I know it is, is because if I'm annoyed by it, because <laughs> Yeah, and I know this is this sounds really like totally backwards. All right. But you you have the ability to give so many second chances and see the best in people and all of these positive things where I'm just like, no, they did this to me once. I'm not getting over it. They will suffer. <laughs> That's and your father coming out. I know. <laughs> I know. So you have the ability to look past that, which I don't all the time. So that I think is also something that complements our relationship. But your ability to connect with other people is something that's like, like if you, if you, see a celebrity or somebody that you think that you should be connected with, he goes, (laughs) he'll just send him a Twitter message. Sometimes it's a DM. Sometimes it's out there and in public, he'll literally go to any length to go find this person and have a conversation with them and then ends up doing it. And then having some sort of relationship with them. It is like, how do you do that? Like I've gotten better at connecting with people since I've been doing this and I, cause I really have no choice, but for some reason you've always been able to do that. Like, Oh, you want to do this? I'll find somebody that I can connect with and we'll make it happen. Like that's pretty cool. I would agree with that because I have seen that in action where he's mm-hmm. just like, hi, my name's Kenny and we're now new best friends. What the hell? Pretty much. Pretty we have much. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I struggle on the flip side of that. I have no issue like connecting with people. That's not an issue at all. Like I have that do that all the time. But yeah, sometimes I stop short of saying the things that I should say because I don't want them to come across as like I'm trying to be boastful or something like that. Yeah, um, I hate when you'll start like or anybody starts like talking about like oh I've done this or I've done I just I think maybe in the past couple of years I've become very desensitized to like things that are very public like I don't know that's just <laughs> me anyway it's it's hard I don't know I don't know what the answer is anyway I right. think where we it's, can end it is that Kenny you and I love our wives deeply that's a fact and it's better to be on the journey with them than without them. Uh, yeah. And let's grow together. <laughs> Continue to grow together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. All right. This has been The Drunk Squirrel. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to part one and part two. Hopefully you listen to both. <laughs> Thanks uh, for having us. Yes. Thank you, Nell and Mel, for joining us for this last hour, two hours or whatever it's been. So <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you again in uh, two weeks. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.